Ukramedia family, Vladimir Prognevsky here, and welcome to episode number nine of the Ukramedia podcast, where I serve our Ukramedia family with weekly interviews from highly creative people. Now, I'm super excited about today's episode because today's guest is my good friend, Doug Divert. Doug is the founder and creator of Magnify, a one-stop shop video marketing tool that captures and creates video testimonials in a simple, quick, and cost-effective way. Doug, welcome to the show, my friend. Thank you, sir. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it, man. Doug, no, you're a Michigan man. And I think it's funny how your LinkedIn profile says, <laughs> yes, I've heard pretty much every Michigan joke. Well, I'm an Ohio State fan and uh, I don't have any Michigan jokes for you. Sorry, Doug. But, <laughs> but I do have, I, I am wearing a, a hat, an Ohio State hat. You're there welcome. you go. There just, you go. just for you and your honor. Now, there's so there much go. There's so much we can get into in this episode. We'll jump around a lot. We'll definitely talk about Magnify, your new invention. So, super excited about, uh, about that. But before yeah. we do talk about your journey as a creative, tell us a little about your personal life. So sure, man. So uh, I am. Um, I've been married coming up here on I think 15 years, I believe. Wow. To my wife Jennifer. Yeah, thanks. And uh, we have four kiddos: uh, Ashley, Noah, Benjamin, and Brooklyn, all underneath the age of 10. So that's a fun, busy household. Uh, landmines of toys all around the house, man. So <laughs> oh, I can which relate. is cool, you know. You, you kind of get some. You always you look at the mess and you may be a little frustrated with all oh, this clutter and all this stuff everywhere, but then it's like you know it's gonna be over so fast. That's true, and it builds character too, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, my my daughter's you know she just turned ten, so it's and then this a decade just goes by, man, so fast. It seems you know? like it seems like I just moved to the United States just like yesterday, but it's been eighteen years, man. Time flies. Really? I, wow. I met someone, te- a teenager, the other day who who doesn't remember nine eleven, man. That's weird. They're like, yeah, we studied about it in school, but anyway. Hey, Doug, yeah, how, how did you get into video? So I got into video a long time ago. So I was always kind of like the family. Um, when whenever there was some sort of special event happening within my family, I was a hand of the family video camera because I was into the movies and all that kind of stuff and making little videos for fun and so i got the family's old school like the vhsc camcorder with the giant tapes that go on the side and so started off doing that and then started um uh, actually started off doing wedding videography uh first so i started a wedding videography business did that for probably about 10 years actually so that was um that was a lot of fun um but within that time i was doing weddings Somebody from a marketing department would ask, hey, you know, do you do um, like corporate stuff, videos for, I got, I got a, a meeting I need film. Can you film my meeting or can you make us a video for our business? And, you know, being the uh, the eager beaver I was, I was like, <laughs> yeah, sure, I can do that. No problem. I've been doing it for a long time. <laughs> so did that. And, um, and I, well, when I was doing that, I was also working in news. So I worked at, uh, at a CBS affiliate in Toledo, uh, uh, Detroit, I interned at a, a special projects producer as an intern in Detroit. That was really cool. That was a Detroit at the time. I think it was like number eight in the country as far as market goes. Wow! And then um, was a photojournalist at uh, an ABC affiliate in Toledo. Um, smaller markets, but built a lot of experience in that time. And my business was kind of was growing. And then just uh, felt the call to uh, jump out on my own, which was uh, definitely scary you learn a lot of stuff you know hindsight's always 2020 right back then when i got started there wasn't a lot of the uh like you see a lot of the um rental house you can rent pretty much anything you need online is delivered to your door within like a few days um back when i got started uh january 5th 2005 was the official the official i call it the official start date when i when i dragged everything over into the uh the cart to purchase way more equipment that I should have purchased and hit 
Bye. <laughs> uh, I'm sure. I'm sure it was so, a lot of money back then too. Yeah, yeah. So it was. It was. It was like twenty grand at the Whoa. time. So, <laughs> oh, wow. You know that's so, that's what discouraged me from getting into the video. When I started out, I, w- I always wanted to be a cameraman, and I tried it for a year. But back then, remember the DV tapes and all that yeah. cool stuff. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. And it was very expensive. Yeah. And it just it discouraged me, and so I was like, man, you know what? Forget it. Just to make a video, you have to buy tapes. You have to. And I was a college student, so instead, yeah. instead, I decided to pick up graphic design. <laughs> there you go. You know. Well, what's interesting <laughs> about you, Doug, is that uh, you know. A lot of people have a hard time transitioning from being creatives and businessmen, and you've done a really good job. And by the way, I forget, I failed to mention in the intro that you're also the founder of Crossing River Studios, a video marketing agency in Columbus, Ohio. So for some reason, I don't know, a lot of creatives have a hard time finding work and networking. And I remember when I worked yeah. for myself for like six months in Columbus, and I immediately called you because you were like the master of networking. <laughs> and everywhere I went, you were there with a cup of coffee during your magic, and you're doing, you were really good because every time I went home, I went with nothing. And you obviously went with amazing gigs. Now, what is your secret to that, man? Um, definitely. So the biggest thing, man, is is just getting out there, and just meeting people, going to networking events, going to chamber of commerce, uh, Google search, um, closed business networking group, and groups like uh, there's a, a big one's called BNI, called Business Networking International. That's a big one. That was a part of one of those for years. And there's one here in Columbus called Am Spirit. So I was a part a of that. Business- yeah, yeah. A, a close, I, I think I referred you to it. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So for those people that don't know, a closed business networking group is a group of professionals that meet weekly to give and exchange referrals. And the nice thing about a closed networking group is that once you are approved to join that networking group, nobody else can join that's in your specific business category. So you really get to know a lot of different people and a lot of different industries. And when these people are out and about and talking with our clients and they had mentioned, Oh, I need, I really need something to help with the website, you know, with sales and, you know, explaining my product or explaining my service. They go, Oh, Hey, you should talk to my guy, Doug. Uh, he does video marketing. He can, he can help you create the video that you need to help you sell. And that's the, that's a warm lead. I don't have to call. I don't have to cold call. And I don't have to, all I got to do is pick up the phone and call that person. I'm curious to hear your take on how do you price your work? Do you have like a, a strategy, a system in place? Yeah, I mean, when I first started out, I mean, when you're first starting out, I mean, you're not going to be able to command, you know, the top dollar for your pricing. And then you really need to just do the research um, for your own specific market uh, and what you're able to charge. Like I'm in Columbus, Ohio, and what, what I would charge here probably isn't going to be comparable to somebody that's living out in L.A., right. you know? So you really have to just look at the market and figure out, you know, what you want to make. Um, first, when you start now, you can think you can think in terms of an hourly rate. People like to when you're first starting out, they think that way. So think, you'll say, OK, I want to make twenty five dollars an hour after my expenses. So what do I need to charge? So figure out, you know, you don't need an office space anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have an office space. My company's all virtual, man. I don't, I don't have an office space. In fact, I'm actually here at the library. Nice. So, <laughs> so I thought about getting an office space. It's kind of like, why? Mm. I'm barely in the office. I'm barely in my home office. And I'm out and about. And we film on location. And if you're in any, digital, any sort of digital space, I mean, you can work literally anywhere. So I think eventually I have an office space. But uh, it's, it's, it's an overhead that you don't need. Do you personally write contracts? I do. Yeah. Yeah. So whenever I meet with the client, so this is, a, this is a tip. So whenever you meet somebody and they're interested in doing business with you, first thing you want to do is have a quick phone conversation to validate that they actually have money to spend. 
I cannot tell you the pain in which I went through and didn't do that. And I was having, I was having all these meetings with people and then they sit down and meet with them. Hey, you know, we talk about all these great videos that they want to create. And they're like, yeah, I'm not really, I'm not really ready to go forward yet. Maybe like a couple of months or, or, or they're like, yeah, uh, I want to make, uh, the, uh, Let's see what's up. I want to make Saving Private Ryan. I want that type of production <laughs> value, but I only got like a nickel. <laughs> could, you, could you do it for a nickel, or can you do it for your portfolio? Such as a creative portfolio. Well, that's a good one. You put it on your portfolio. Oh, really? Well, thank you. They'll pay my bills. Yeah, yeah. So you have that phone conversation. Uh, that way, you can kind of feel them out about about the uh, the service you offer. So if you're in graphic design and they want to get like a complete logo package with a website and branding and all that kind of stuff, you know, talk to them about where they're at with their business, you know, and ask them, you know, what, ask them the question, you know, what sparked the desire to want to create this website or what to, what to create uh, this logo? Because uh, when you ask them that question, they're going to reveal a pain point because if they didn't have a pain, they wouldn't have reached out to you. So if they say, Oh, you know, I'm, I'm losing business because, I don't have this website or my logo's old and, um, and people think I'm outdated. So when he's like, oh, okay, great. So this is, sounds like it's an immediate need. Yeah, it's definitely an immediate need. I want to get it going. Okay. And you ask them the next question is, do you have a budget set aside? That's a tough one to ask. You have to, you have to ask it. I mean, you have to ask, do you have a budget set aside? What's your thoughts? And they may say, well, you know, I don't, I don't really know just quite yet. Um, that's usually what they'll say. They, they, most won't divulge what they are willing to spend, um, but if they do, that's obviously awesome because then you're able to kind of you're able to gauge if they're serious. Number one, uh, number two, they may say, "Well, I got like a hundred dollars, you know. What can I do for a hundred bucks?" You'll say, and, and then you'll counter back, "Well, nothing." <laughs> <laughs> so um, then you can counter back and just say, "You know, we really can't we can't work in that budget." Uh, to give you something that you need, you know, if you really want to have something that is really going to help you go to the next level, you know, our budget ranges from, you know, five hundred dollars, however you want to work in, you know, name your lowest that you'll work for, you know, five hundred dollars to, you know, all the way up to three thousand dollars. Just depends on the kind of house you want to build, right? Every house has its. Uh, some houses have laminate flooring. Some houses have uh, marble flown in from Italy. You know, what kind of what kind of house do you want to build? That's how I always equate it. That, that helps people kind of get in their minds. Oh, okay, yeah, you know, it's not just, a, you know, wave the magic wand and do a couple things on the computer. You're just making this amazing logo or this amazing website. So you ask them um, what kind of price range you're looking for. And if they say they don't know, you give them that range. So here's what it's going to take to create X to X. Does that budget range work for you? And if they say, yeah, I can work within that budget, then you at least know that, if you're going to sit down and have a meeting with them, they can af- at least they've told you up front, I'm cool with these prices without you know them actually physically saying it. So then then you have that face to face meeting. So that way you're not you're not wasting time out of your day to drive somewhere, you know, buy a coffee, buy lunch, and chit chat for an hour. You're having a quick 15 minute phone conversation. You know, hey, how'd you find us? Uh, what are you looking to create? You know, what what sparked us? What sparked this conversation? Reveal that pain point. Ask them if they have a budget in mind, uh, set aside if they don't, uh, give them a range in which you kind of work. And then if they're cool with that range, then you ask them, straight up ask them, is that, does that range, budget range work for you? And if they say, yeah, you say, great, let's have that meeting. If they say, well, no, then you just say, hey, you know what, whenever you're ready to move forward, let us know. In the meantime, go to our website, check out, we have some free educational tips or 
whatever you want to do, you know, to kind of keep connected with them or to say, hey, would you want me to follow up with you in a month or so, a couple months to see if you want to circle, to see if that range worked for you in the, in the future. So you so don't you completely write kind of, them off, yeah. So you, you, know, you don't want touch. to write them off because they, because they may truly have zippity doo idea. So which for, for me, for video, that's pretty much, I would say, half the case <laughs> is they want this amazing video, but they don't have a, a proper budget set aside to create it. So what about payment? Do you, do you like split it in half, deposit first and yeah. then at the end? Yep. So to, to get a project going, it's, and we always do, this is pretty traditional is half, half up front to get started. Some companies do it in thirds, but um, most people are pretty, um, it's standard half to half to get started. And then what we'll do is we'll create like milestones throughout the project. So if you're in a website design, you know, milestone, you know, hey, here's the first rough draft of the entire website for you to look at. There's milestone one. And then we'll do some updates. You know, here's milestone two. And then milestone three is when everything's wrapped up. So they feel like they have more control of the their funds going out. But at the same time, you as a business owner, you're going to have to get going so you can pay your bills and live. And then you're you're doing incremental things to their to their website or to their their graphic design um, in increments. So you're actually getting all you're getting majority of your budget before that video before that video or before that website or that graphic element is even done. So at the end they're just left paying this this little minute amount of budget that's left over. So they feel like they've had control of what they're spending, but then you also have control of making sure you're getting paid. You don't want to, uh, if it's a smaller project, you can do a half and half, you know, but um, you definitely want to make sure that you have majority of your, majority of your funds um, before the end of that project. So you're not left with somebody going, Oh yeah, I can't pay it. Can I, can, can we go live anyway? Can I have it? You know, and then you're in a, you're in a tough spot. You know, you, you, you want to try to avoid being in that tough spot. What would you tell someone who's just now starting out? Let's say they're getting out of college and they want to get into I don't know, starting their own company, a business. What one advice would you tell? Would you give them? Uh, first thing would be is to niche down. You know, figure out exactly what what makes you really good. Get really good at one specific aspect. So when I got started, I started doing video, and then I actually added on website design, print design, and social media management. So I was referring all that out. I'm like, well, I just keep all that in house, you know. And I found myself getting away from my really good thing, which was video. It was mediocre at website design for design, social media. So I say, you know what, forget it. I'm going to niche down to get and drill down to be unbelievably good at one thing. So, uh, so figure out, you know, where you can niche down at, because think about it, even as a doctor, you know, doc, a general practitioner doctor doesn't make as much money as a, as a brain surgeon or a cardiologist because they've niched down to one specific part of their industry. So same thing for even the creative industry for video, you know, niche down for video. So even for my company, we're even, we're further even niching down. So uh, for the Cross River Studios anyway, um, to focus just on uh, brand story videos and then we're even thinking of niching down to be just uh, recruiting videos, creating videos that are about culture and recruiting because there's a big need for talent, especially with larger companies, to show uh, why they're a great spot to come and work. So uh, really think about your niche. I mean, like even like a, I know of, of a photographer, uh, all their their niche is taking pictures of just bottles, just straight up wow. just bottles, like pop, you know, niche. like for, yeah. So, but think about it, you know, Pepsi and Coke and all the major brands, they want really amazing pictures of their bottles. Hmm. They're calling this guy. 
And I know a woman who does photography, but she just photographs dogs, just dogs. But she's sought after by um, the Purina, all like the pet brands to take these amazing pictures of dogs. And you wouldn't even think about it, but like I've seen her work and you're like, wow, that's actually a really good picture of a dog. <laughs> no, that's great advice because even with us, with Euchromedia, we were kind of doing After Effects tips and tricks. And then we tried to do like Blender stuff and other. And then we sit down and we're just like, you know, why are we trying to do everything why not just cater to not even after effects even niche down within after effects we decided yep. to go into expressions and just dominate that niche because it's hard yeah, to compete exactly. there's so many people doing great things in after effects mm-hmm. so we're just decided to like you were saying talking about pain points people want to save time and money and so yep. tips tricks you know stuff like that is timeless and so instead yep. of creating like flashy stuff that today is hot tomorrow is not and some new uh, artists come around and doing better things we decided to just stick with what's working and everybody wants to improve their workflow everybody wants to become faster smarter and so that's what yep. we do we're just helping creatives become faster. so that's great niche down until it hurts i heard that uh, someone say that <laughs> Oh, really? That's cool. Yeah, I also heard someone say that the riches are in the niches or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've heard that. But yeah. it, it's true. Well, I know you've dealt with plenty of clients over the years, man. I'd love to hear, like, share one painful personal experience with a client. I'm oh, curious. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Well, <laughs> curious it, it, to see what it would be. There's many of those, man. Yeah. So one in particular, which, um, which probably goes back to um, spreading out that payment process. So just early kind of getting going. I had this attorney uh, want to do some videos and um, he wanted, he just had it in his head that he wanted to film against a whiteboard and it just, I'm trying to tell him this is not going to look good. You know, we need to do it this way. And he wanted to do it this way. And I'm like, okay, it's cool. It's totally fine. So um, I got him to put down, he only put down like a third of the, of the, of the money, which um, I think the total, I think it was like three grand or something like that. And then, so he put down like a thousand bucks. So, um, I, we, so we filmed everything. I went and I edited like crazy cause this is a decent amount of videos that he wanted to create it. So I worked hours, man. And, um, submit everything to him and he goes, Oh, I hate it. I don't want to do it anymore. Wow. And he stiffed me on um, wow. like two grand. And at the time I just, uh, we just had my, our first daughter. So yeah. ba- new baby, uh, worked on a pro- I mean, probably I edited probably for like a couple of weeks, uh, working on it. And yeah, He's still a piece of crap to this day <laughs> in my book. So, what did you learn like, from this experience? Uh, to make sure you have a, a contract. Well, that, the other the other thing too is uh, he did. He's like, yo, we can just do it. Do it on a friendly handshake. Didn't wow. sign a contract from an attorney. So, wow, Not from an attorney. So he knew what he was doing, and I mean, I was naive enough and young enough in in, in the business, and I'm coming to find out that he tried to do the same thing with other video guys in the Toledo, Ohio area, and uh, stiff them as well. So he's a what goes around comes around, That's folks. True. So be yeah. good to people. You reap what you sow. So true. Exactly. So. But yeah, I would say that. Yeah. That's pretty crazy, man. From an attorney, he's brave. Not You're bringing back some tears, man. I got some emotion now. <laughs> we're, we're reliving it with you, man. Now, oh, man. Let, let's shift a little bit. Let's talk about your best project that you worked on. The best project I work on? So I got a, I work with this great company. It's based in the Netherlands. Ooh, wow. um, and uh, they do, it's called Membrane Compassive Deionization. And uh, they have... Uh, I get to tell brand stories of how their their water purification units are working on these different, really unique locations. And uh, it's just cool because, one, I'm, I'm a big 
I'm a big uh, believer in uh, water conservation and stuff like that. I think it's really important. And so this company's making just really great waves, uh, waves in that industry. But the bonus is that is that they get to, we get to film at really cool like locations. So we filmed in uh, a really cool steel mill in Ohio, and uh, and then we filmed out in Vegas, and then just recently we filmed in Central Mexico. Wow! Um, so that was really cool. And then we're getting ready to do some other things too. So that's that's probably the funnest one. Uh, and they're super nice people. So they're they're all about creativity. We're making these videos look good because it's for the industrial space, and typically those videos are kind of very stiff. So when they saw how we pieced together a video for the trucking industry, how we told the story of this trucking industry, um, they fell in love with it. So it's just been a great relationship. I value them highly. And uh, this. So yeah, we're getting ready to do some more stuff for them. So. How did you find them? I'm curious. They found me online. Yeah, they found wow. me online. They were just searching around for like story-driven brand video content. And then that's how we kind of we popped up. They saw the video I made for that trucking company. They fell in love with it and they said, we, we want that. So we filmed one video for them and then they released it and it just went gangbusters. So they're like, we got to do more. So so online presence is huge these days. If you don't have a website, is. you don't have a business, right? I think I heard you say that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You definitely got to... Had to have a great website. In fact, I just we just refaced Crossing River Studios website just last week. So, uh, yeah, that's your that's your that's your tool right there. So, well, let's talk about your new invention, man. Take it away. Tell us a little about it. Yeah, Magnify. So, Magnify is definitely uh, is is definitely my next love. I'm, I'm loving Magnify. So, Magnify, uh, what Magnify does, that it totally automates the process of capturing a video testimonial and giving you a fully produced video testimonial ready to share. And all you need to do is, is send a, a request through your Magnify account. Um, that person that you've asked to do a video testimonial, they'll see that in their email. They'll click a button within that email. Um, they'll go through a couple of really quick steps that'll open up their camera on their smartphone, on their tablet, or on their computer that has a webcam. They'll record their video testimonial in 50 seconds or less. They hit submit and they're done. And then my software takes that video testimonial and automatically adds on your logo with a little bit of zoom animation, uh, adds inspiring music to that video testimonial that they recorded, adds a call to action, and then their logo again at the end for a fully produced video testimonial. And then the cost is just as little as $20 a produced video. So, wow. And you can request as many uh, video testimonials from Anybody you want, there's no limit. You can just keep sending out requests and you can keep getting video testimonials into your dashboard to look at. And then you only magnify it's a credit based system. So when all these video testimonials come into your dashboard, you have 50 or 100 of them. You look through and you figure out which ones you want. And then you just use your credit on the one that you want. And then the ones you don't want, you just delete. But say, hey, you got a lot of great video testimonials. And then magnify how magnify works. It's $29 a month. And it gives you one credit per month. Cancel anytime. There's no contracts. And they'll give you one credit to use to pick the video testimonial that you want Magnify to create. And so say there's a bunch of them on there. Well, you can purchase in bulk to six. That drop the cost of just $25 a video. Or you can purchase in bulk to 12. Because again, I tie it to that calendar year. Um, purchase in bulk to 12. It drops the cost of just $20 a video. Wow. And there's no app required, right? There's no app required. No, there's no there's no downloading of any app. If I send you a request, request Vlad, to make me a video testimonial, you just click a couple of buttons. That's it. So I think that's what I like about that. Perfect. There's no extra stuff that you have to download. And it's just simple because you want to get away from 
as many buttons as possible. You just want to simplify Thanks. the process. And that's what I like about that. Because that, you don't want to bother your clients with something that's so complex, no. you know? You want to make it as nope. simple as possible for them. That's pretty cool. I'm really excited about that. Actually, I saw on LinkedIn that it's taken off, man. A lot of people are, it looks like organizations are picking yeah. it up. That's pretty sweet, yeah. man. Good for you. Yeah, then we're actually getting ready to roll out an affiliate partnership program. So um, anybody that signs up for a Magnify account, they can also be an affiliate partner. And then if they decide to be an affiliate partner, they'll get their own unique uh, URL and link that they could say, hey, guys, check out this great new video testimonial tool, Magnify. Uh, check it out. So if they click that link um, and check it out, obviously, and if that person decides to sign up, um, that revenue will go to that affiliate partner and we'll split that revenue with them 50-50 on a monthly basis. Cool. And where can people find uh, Magnify? They can go to um, this, uh, go to magnify.com and Magnify is spelled M-A-G-N-F-I.com. Shoot over to magnify.com and check it all out. And how can people get in touch with you, Doug? Uh, they can email me directly at Doug at magnify.com. All right, Doug. Thank you so much for your time, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, you're welcome, Vlad. Thanks for having me on, buddy. Well, that was a fun conversation with my good friend, Doug. I hope you enjoyed it. Doug, thank you so much for your time. Make sure to check out Doug's video marketing tool at magnify.com, spelled M-A-G-N-F-I.com. All the links and resources mentioned in this episode are available on our website at ukramedia.com slash nine. We are still on track with the expressions course. Sergey is working super hard. Should be launching on our birthday on April 16th. You can sign up for updates at ukramedia.com slash expressions. If you'd like to be a guest, in our show, you can apply at ukramedia.com slash apply. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you and I look forward to serving you in the next episode of the Ukramedia podcast. Bye-bye.